And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the Parish Pump Podcast. Dermot Daisy O'Brien is here with you as always. And I just want to introduce you to a session that I did with Grace McManus. We have been discussing positive mental health and well-being and an organization that we are very, very fond of and very familiar with, which is Be Well Bray. Um, uh, we've introduced a new set of videos and audio that we're putting out there just to really support people to reconnect with the simple things of mental health and well-being. So today we're discussing five a day for mental health. So I really hope you enjoy. Talk to you soon. Listen, we've been like Be Well has been doing its thing for a long L time and not least during the last number of months where we have felt that there is a role for Be Well in in the turbulent times that have that we've all been experiencing. So we we've had this constant conversation about what else could we do, what more can we do? Um and to be honest, from my point of view anyway. Um, it feels like going into the winter, um, we've been, like, I, I would say I'm happy enough with what Be Well has contributed during the COVID scenario. And I think it's added value and it's done its thing. And that's, and that's important that we were able to, to respond. But I do think, like, and we've had these constant conversations about what else. But I feel like now there's kind of a threshold into winter where Be Well needs to just yeah kind of up its game a wee bit or just be conscious of the fact that it's everything it just because we've been in this for a while just because there's other things happening it doesn't mean that everyone's sorted now we'll just coast our way to christmas and into the new year and so yeah like i think this this video and and more videos to come are our way of just yeah kind of just upping the game a wee bit in response to what we see so hopefully hopefully yeah we've read it right and yeah. and what we yeah what we want to do is as grace said bring back some of the be well fundamentals um and build from there yeah and i think like even myself trying to think about it's a healthy challenge for me if i any be weller and we invite people to be be wellers and step one of being a be weller is when you learn something new is to not just learn it, but to practice it. So I've been trying to think about what I've been practicing during all the different restrictions and all of that and what I can still do and what works for me. Um, and it's like taking that, you know, those little nuggets of information and beefing them up a little bit. And that's what we're going to try to do. And we decided that one of the best places to start is our favorite uh, tool or one of our favorites, which is the five a day for your mental health. So, I mean, people probably know, the five a day for your physical health which is your five fruit and veg but a long time ago we came across this amazing five a day from headstrong which was five things you can do for your mental health every day um and i think it's been updated and changed now but we've always held on to our own version of the five a day and we we thought we'd go through that and just see how they can still be done give examples of each of the five things um to spark maybe your imagination on it uh and just remind people that that tool is there and also remind people that there isn't just one way to do all this stuff. So whereas I might be sitting out in the back garden for a five minute burst of bird song in the morning as my mindful practice, for someone else it could be going out for a 20 minute jog 
someone else could be sitting out having their coffee um, there isn't just one way to do the thing. So we're going to try and introduce the five a day in the broad way so that you can get a sense of what they are and then find your way within them. We start. Let's do it. First one. All right. Well, this is, and I think personally, one of the hardest ones, um, which is accept. And like we, we said there, where you're at and what's happening because surely you know what's happening in 2020 that's been hard to accept i think for a lot of people um and we would say that accepting is not just allowing everything to be and saying this kind of we are powerless within it's a it's oh, a kind of, i've got yeah, a question no. for you it, no. do you have to is do you just accept once and you're sorted or does is acceptance also a practice I think it is a practice and it's a it doesn't mean that you things will always be that way either so you, it means accepting where you're at and what, what's happening so like there's some things you can change and some things you can't for example accepting that whatever restrictions are in place are in place they are where our start point that's what's happening and accepting that you feel for the moment really frustrated with it that doesn't mean that you can't transform that frustration into something else and it doesn't mean that that feeling is there forever also we know the restrictions won't be there forever or the whatever problem there's also other things going on day-to-day -day life that are not to do with the with covid the, you know whatever it might be that's the challenge in front of you so what do you and think it, yeah so because it's also what, what you made me think of there is that it's like to deny where you're at and what's happening is to not be at a start point Mm. Um, so if you are, if it's, if there's something going on in my job or, or in work scenario, whatever it might be that's happening in my life, I might try to avoid it or to dodge what's actually going on and where I'm at with it. And then I'm just, I'm, I'm going to get caught and I'm going to, it's like, it's almost like I'll have taken a wrong turn and not really noticed. Um, and it's delaying the acceptance um becomes then it makes it possibly more challenging when you when you do so the sooner you can and that's a, a recognition thing the sooner you can say this is like monday mornings for some people are i had a i had a rough one last week on the tuesday that was really the monday because mm. of the bank holiday weekend and it just felt like you know when you have that little bit of extra and you and it kind of reminds you what life is like outside of kind of the <laughs> the grind so that tuesday morning just felt like nah let's um and like that the quicker you can say yeah i'm feeling dirt today um and i'm just i'm, I'm struggling from with my motivation you know and uh, like that's my start point to get that out of the way and then decide what next what do i what can i avoid what can i dodge but what what really must i do to kind of move from this point um, to somewhere else. And can I give a, 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 a quote that a friend said to me the other day, which was being aware of self-comfort versus self-care. But I think both are applicable here in this. So your self-care, sometimes it might be hard. It's hard to accept what's going on. It's hard to name that I feel like dirt. That's not comfy to do, but it's self-care to do. But don't forget, you can also do your, your comfort with it. So if I have to journal is how I would do it, a really tough emotion. So I would take out and write down a page on how I'm feeling and what's going on. But I'll always have a cup of peppermint tea. So that when I'm like, oh, I'm going to rip the page out of the 
uncomfortable in myself, but I can stop and have a, a sip of tea. So there's there's the that's a kind of a way to manage the the challenge of accepting. But you're right, turning away from it and trying to not accept or or not look doesn't you know. Hmm. So that's the first one. <laughs> Second one, connect. And we have kind of framed it, and there's probably a lot more in there, but connect with people, connect with place, connect with things. Um, and it's so for us in all of our Be Well work down all down through the years, it, it's often one that kind of um, is it's kind of comes from left field a little bit. When you start to, I, I, I find anyway, when I'm talking to students or, or young people about the power and importance of connection, or when we talk about how we are as a species hardwired for connection, people often think, what, what do you, what? Um, but the more you speak to that, how important it is. And again, sometimes you, when you contrast connection with disconnection, then connection mm -hmm. becomes more, it becomes more clear how, how real it is, how important it is and how it nurtures our sense of our place in the world um, and who our people are, what our tribe is um, and how we ultimately um, and again, it's, for each of these, there's a practice in there that can that can help. So the practice of recognizing um, what's important for you in terms of connection to people, what's important for you in terms of connection to place and things. Um, and if you can, again, recognize that and then nurture it or find a way to, I know we said earlier that connection to place, there might be limitations at any time in your life, depending on what's going on for you. Um, there might be limitations about how you manage your connection or how you nurture your connection or how it kind of how it can flourish but it's really you, you there's something about conscious intention about how we maintain our connections because when you do it with intention which is like saying i i i am connecting with my people now i'm going to do it whether it's a text message whether it's a voice note and um, whether it's a, a social media comment or a like or something it can be as deep or as superficial, but when your intention is behind the connecting, then it serves you as well as them. And I think that's where connection can be, can have its really ultimate power. I so agree because you made me think of like, and I know the messaging at the moment is, you know, we can still Zoom everyone and all, and that's grand, but that's that's one method. So for me, me and you would get on and talk about politics or be well or loads of different things in the world and that's our nature of our connection and that means so much to me and then I would also have a friend of mine who every day will send me funny videos and memes and that means as much because it's the nature of our connection so yeah I think that's you know it, it doesn't look the same even amongst people um, and it's to be mindful of that and what I would say as well is it, if you can if you have space for it in this time try and think, and this is kind of moving on to the third thing, but how can you be a good connector as well? So for example, I know that uh, trying to be a little bit more empathetic if I can, or trying to take a breath before I get frustrated with someone um, because people are carrying a lot at the moment. So it being a good connector uh, comes back to you tenfold as well. Yeah. And the breath is a, is a thing, a thing that you can connect with and that's, mm -hmm. you can choose to do that in any moment of the day. Again, if you do it with intention and you and you decide I'm going to connect with my breath now or nature, and it might sound fluffy, but I'm telling you, go out, take off your shoes and socks, stand in the grass, connect to the world, um, feel the energy that comes through that. Um, or I've we have we've we found a new 
a newfound love for for birds just because we've got two bird feeders in the back garden and it's like the kid it, it genuinely feels like you're connected with nature when you're sitting out there and they're all come all the gangs are coming into the garden they're killing each other to see who gets at the at the bird feeder and that can be a, a thing that's just happening in the background or you can connect with it and i think for me that's a choice and when you do it consciously and you allow your heart to go into it a little bit or just to just to, like yeah and you know what i think it as uh, my crew are connecting with the sea so sea swimming all the time is a huge thing for a lot of people. And the most me thing ever is I don't like swimming. I just like the people who swim. So I swim and well, I swim. I'm like, oh, it's, like it's freezing. I don't know. But people really, really are connecting with that. And I have to say, when you go swimming, when the or even standing on the beach, you don't have to get in when the, then the sun is coming up or the sun is going down is amazing. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. The third one contribute to find ways to give and we've been having really good chats about this haven't we because we were trying to say how do we you know i think people know that you, you give to someone you feel good but there's something about the step before doing that which is lovely which is almost self-gratitude and checking in with what do you have to give what are your unique gifts it doesn't have to be that you're going to raise loads of money although that's one way to do it it could be that you're really good on the guitar and you're going to Send sorry, my internet dropped there. You're gonna you're gonna send out a song to someone that you've played or whatever. Um. So for us, we know that give contributing is is so good for you as well, and it's also about checking in what you have to give. Yeah, and it's it's really like I think at this stage probably scientifically proven to be an asset in terms of your well being and mental health. That it's that thing about that I that word I like to use, which is like extroversion. So there's introversion and extroversion. And when you look outside of yourself um, and you seek out those opportunities to contribute, um, it does, it does enhances your sense of purpose in life, who you are, it gives meaning. Um, and again, it might be difficult nowadays to be, there's less uh, opportunities to volunteer or to be part of, of something and give something back. But, and that's why there's kind of find ways um, that's in there. And, and I know that even to, I can zoom it all the way down and think within my own house, that I can find ways to give and to contribute, and and that's saying that with the that whether it's my kids or or Susanna here in this house, is there something I can give that will enhance their life for that or that or that moment or make things like if we, with the lads, it's like uh, over the over the midterm, there was the, oh, I made a promise that I would do Dungeons and Dragons with them, and once you once you put that out there. You've got to honor it um, and they're relentless in the ask of when or is it tonight we're going to do it and you, there's a bit of prep to be done so my contribution to playing uh, D, D with my kids requires a, like me to make time to do the prep to kind of build a story to like all the things i'm sure there are loads of people out there that know what happens in D. &D. um it looks cool but no idea <laughs> but like genuinely i can i get like when we sit down to ultimately play um you could say, well, that's what fathers should do or that's what parents should do. Um, but when, like, for me, it feels like they're, they deserve it. They're worthy of that contribution. It's a little bit more than just hanging out with them or playing Xbox. Um, and it's something that I think is healthy in terms of using your imagination and kind of having fun times together. So there are ways that you can give 
kind of in a narrow zoomed in um, as well as in the broad sense. And I think you know, the last thing I would say is that there are ways to give in the digital world also. And I know that like we can, we're almost at a stage where we're gone, we've gone through all these waves of the online life where we love it, we hate it, it's functional, it's useful, we don't want to love it anymore because it's stealing our souls. Um, but there are still ways to give um, in that space as well. And that could be anything from um, getting involved in campaigns, um, like whether it's you could sign a petition for something that you believe in or you can pay attention to, to what's going on out there. Um, yeah, and or the one that makes uh, that I think about is if you see someone putting themselves out there or sharing something that's positive and you're like, do I like it? Do I comment? Or I oh, know that I don't want to. Sometimes a comment that, oh, this was deadly, thanks, or a lovely picture or whatever really makes a difference. And you reminded me when you said the intrinsic or external or whatever, I can't remember the words you used, but so for sometimes to contribute, it feels really nice when someone says thank you, but also maybe they won't. So if you think about what do I have to give and you know you're really interested in climate change but at the moment you can't protest and you know you're reading about it but there's no you can't and then you go and you you sign a petition that you really believe in maybe no one will notice that out there but what you've done you know that you've checked in with your what you have to contribute and you've done it and affirm yourself for that um, and feel that hit for doing that yourself you don't need someone out there to recognize what you've given all the time either because that if it comes from in here and and you know it then that's just as good for your for your well-being very good spot on the next one be healthy habits for your physical health so when we first came across the five a day it was really interesting to recognize where and, and I, I guess over time we built that knowledge ourselves and all the work we did would be well but to see the fundamentally important connection between physical health and mental health mm. that there is no division between the two whatsoever um, and that's and again for some people there's a kind of that's a, a that's a moment of oh yeah and um, and then like to to explore and develop your understanding of how they connect both in terms of the chemical journey like the, the the chemicals that work their way around your body when you're doing um physical exercise um but also how you can do that stuff with intention so i, I don't do physical exercise I'm, I'm not able to um but what does that mean that i can't go to the gym and do intense workouts um it does mean that I can't play sports. Yes, that's also true. But can I go for a walk? Yes, of course I can. Um, can I find a way to do physical health that's within the boundaries of my my own health limitations? Absolutely, one million percent, I can. And um, but what's what's really important within all that is, and why we put it in there is that word habits, mm -hmm. and it's like we we just can't understate and it's it's hard like habits or it's like when you you either something becomes a habit and it it just does like so my, i'll get i'll tell you one of my bad habits which is nothing to do with like it, it is to do with be healthy bad habits. so it's like expose it is like i so when i'm watching tv i have to eat like and oh, it's that's usually being a human. <laughs> is it yeah so it's, oh, it's it well. chili doritos and hummus 
So if I'm sitting down to watch something and I don't have those, and a cold drink is is like a bonus, or maybe that's a necessity as well. But that's that's a habit, and and why I know it's a habit is because if you study how habits operate, there's there's a trigger in there. So when I sit down and turn on the TV and go into Amazon and Netflix or whatever, um, the the habit happens in my mind. The trigger kicks in to say, now you require your Doritos. Do you have hummus? Where's your cold drink? And that's that's autopilot. And um, so, like the science of habits is that there are conditions and triggers, and they operate in that sense. Is that they are autopilot, and th- so whereas that can be a struggle, it can al- it's also an opportunity. So again, people who we know who are in the in- industry, I suppose, of um, health and fitness, or supporting people to pursue their health through fitness, they are also very aware of how good habits in terms of physical health are fundamentally linked to to your well-being and your mental health so for us it's like it's trying to take that and and break it down to its smallest sense if that's all that's required so i know that if i if i don't go for a walk a lap even of my estate um then i'm not doing anything um but if and it's not about that like doing it once or twice and thinking I've, I've done it now. I do not have to think about it anymore. I've ticked, it's take the box term. don't let it go a week without going for a walk. I've done it, you know, for that's, that's not a habit then that's mm. a cheat. Um, and there is that there, there are those thresholds for turning it, these good practices in terms of your physical health into habits, taking your vitamins, drinking water. Like I have to remind myself, I haven't got there yet, even in terms of, um, drinking water i know it's good for me i know no no but if i don't remember to put the bottle beside me when i start work every day then i then it just i I could go the whole day without drinking one drop drop of water so there is it's a like there's so again it's back to that intention and being conscious about saying what habits do i want to commit to and on what level you know am i able to commit to them because we all again have had that new year's resolution buzz this is not that you have to avoid the trap of kind of, yeah, I'm going to do this and this and this and my life's going to change. And it's all in your head. And then when it comes to delivering, kind of dodge and avoid and cheat by pretending that that you're doing it. So, yeah. And what I would say about those, like if you pick even two healthy habits for your body physically to start, and then you can add a third in two months, then that's a challenge. You're like, no, I want to do them all now, but that's not maybe not sustainable. So it's picking those ones that are sustainable and then building on them. And like probably with all five of these things, but I th- find with this, like, so running is, is as you know, my my kind of thing. And when I couldn't run for a month because I had a an injury, it was like, what I noticed is sometimes I don't feel like going for a run. Sometimes the habit is like, oh, and even sometimes after I don't feel better. But what I do notice is when something happens that's a real challenge, I bounce back back faster if I'm in a a habit and a routine of running and taking my vitamins. So it's like we would say, like building up your life force so that when their challenge is there, the challenge is still going to be a challenge, no matter how physically healthy you are. But it does help you to bounce back a little bit faster, I think, when you have those those habits. And the last thing I would say about be healthy in terms of physical health is the sleep thing. Oh, yeah. And it, it again, it just like there's there's some real deep, deadly stuff if you're if you if you've got a nerd vibe, like I do for a, for a lot of stuff. But sleep science is 
yeah. is fascinating. But like what, what I take from all of that, even in the most basic sense, is that we just our bodies will punish us if we don't if we don't get enough sleep or good enough sleep. And that's a given. There's no avoiding avoiding that whatsoever. And we all again we have we might do a late Friday and a late Saturday and that's grand and recuperate on the Sunday and but if you find yourself like multiple nights a week kind of staying up late gaming or doing what you're doing um, and not recuperating that um then it your, your body will will punish you and, and not just in the physical sense mm. because again if you're not rested then your mind will also um start getting hazy and you'll, your mood will be affected if you haven't if your body hasn't been at rest in order for it to recharge recuperate um you'll and it's again you won't even be conscious of it uh, for some people they just realize when someone points it out and go geez like you've you've been off the wall for the last like what's going on and when you try to investigate and wonder often it's people realize yeah i've been not getting sleep um, yeah. so really don't underestimate how valuable a, a solid night's sleep is um, and maybe like because of stressfulness and you know it might take if you're not if you're finding you can't sleep don't work stress about it because the more you do these five things hopefully the five of the five a day your sleep will improve but like you said daisy like yes that's the goal good sleep but if it's rest i remember my mom always teaching me that okay if you can't sleep because i used to panic and i'd be like oh, can't sleep oh my god what a good she was like that's okay lying down and resting is the next best thing so just do the next best thing in terms of if you can't sleep at the moment and believe that these habits as they build will help you to get better sleep and that's that's the kind of approach power nap can't be <laughs> you can power nap anywhere it's impressive <sighs> that's like it's, i haven't been on a i haven't been on a bus God, i don't know when the last time i was on a bus but that was my i used to sleep on my way in to work in the mornings <laughs> as well as on the way back power naps for life we're going to go to the last one of five a day. Um, yeah. Be aware of your thoughts and notice their impact. And our favorite thing to do is when we're doing workshops on the five a day in, in general, we own people in real life, uh, is to drop this one and then say, and then not elaborate yeah. for a second. <laughs> yeah, when we tell this, especially that I love with the sixth class kids, yes. where you're telling them, you are not your thoughts. And then you tell them how that's true. And then they, their whole world has just been rocked. <laughs> but even with adults too, because they go, hold on, what am I? And then we always ask people to like, you know, put your hand up if you talk to yourself. And then people are a little bit like, but everyone does it's either inside your head or out loud if you're me <laughs> and, um, and it's true but let's elaborate on this because it's the one of the ones that I think is quite challenging for people and it takes a bit of time but it's we would also say really really important not to ignore um, so the, it is about that it's about that dialogue in your head that we all have and recognizing not only that it's going on and listening to it but realizing that it's not all facts either that it's ongoing stories that we tell ourselves and noticing how they impact the way that we behave, what we believe, our mood. Um, and one of the tools that we would use to, to, to formalize getting used to this kind of stuff is, is mindfulness, right? And I remember when I first heard about mindfulness, I cringed and I was like, oh no, I'm not doing that. That's for like 
people up a mountain or something I don't know and then you told me that you practiced and I was like oh maybe it's and I gave it a go and it is in the simplest sense connecting with your breath and then watching thoughts as they go by because they will um and that's the step of kind of it's like putting a little bit of distance between yourself and the story in your head am I getting it anywhere yeah and I think it's like when we reckon like it's always that fun that moment where yeah, when we tell, when we say to people, so this think about something, and then, but then watch what you're thinking about, and recognize it, and then you tell them. So you were doing two things at once there. So you're not your thoughts. If you're able to watch your thoughts or be aware of them, then they are not you. They are separate to you. And then you have to pick people up off the off the floor. But I think when we think about. And the word impact is in there again for a reason is that notice the impact of your thoughts. So when we when we did one of our graphics like the pandemic mind, um, it's that cycle of I can't handle this. So if you're telling yourself I can't handle this, um, that's a thought that's happening in the moment and it will have an impact on your behavior. It'll have an impact on your mood. It'll have an impact in the moment. And then it's what you do next or what you do with that thought. And maybe, yeah, like we would say, you'd sit with it without judgment and then see where it's coming from, perhaps, or just, but just sit with it. Um, and, and again, don't deny, don't deny it, accept it, um, and, and then get to the point where you can make a choice about what you're going to do next. Um, and that you do that again with intention. Say, all right, I, I, this, like, it's me saying I can't deal with this means what? So it, it like, am I tired? Uh, am I overwhelmed? Or is, is there something going on at the moment? Is like, and and then when you start kind of wondering where that's coming from, you can also wonder about what what can I do about that? Do I need to connect? You know, have I done? I've done acceptance. This is where I'm at. Um, this is what I'm feeling. This is what my my thoughts are. I'm noticing them. Um, and yeah, maybe they are passing or recurring. Um. But if I accept that, and then then I have then it's about kind of like maybe thinking about what choices do I have now? Do I just wait till they pass because maybe that's inevitable, or can I purposefully do something uh, to encourage them on their way, um, or to be sure that I'm ready for when they do pass, um, or that I'm putting my my scaffolding in place to make sure that this thought doesn't become uh, debilitating or that it doesn't kind of latch on and hold on to me so that I can't then shift uh, or move so yeah for us it's like just being aware and and it's like when we deny them when we ignore our thoughts um, or when we don't speak them out loud to ourselves in our mind um, they will they will take on a life of their own um, and at the moment in this time of like unprecedented time of absolute uncertainty our thoughts are on the rampage in there because it's like how do you prepare a plan for like what i've been using recently um this concept of what's around the corner um and usually when we are planning our future or our lives whether it's a someone in school who's heading for leaving cert or going off out, out to college or someone pursuing a career or someone who's whatever you're doing that you're kind of you're gauging what's like I have an idea of how things will pan out because I know what happens in the world and I have a sense of what's around the corner but I'm not completely I, I don't see it as clear but I can prepare for it 
because all the things will help me to have an idea of that because life is there's most of life is standard but at the moment it isn't so to plan or to prepare yourself for what's around the corner for some people is like I, uh, how do i do that i don't know what's how my life is going to be how my health's going to be how my finances are going to be what career options are is everything going to change in the jobs market will i ever be able to travel all the things are just mm -hmm. uncertainty off the chart and as thoughts then if i'm saying all those things i don't i don't know if i'll ever be able to travel again or go on holiday or for me travel is also work mm -hmm. so that's off the table um, I don't know when I have been in Dublin city centre, and again, minor thing in one sense, but again, for me, work is there. Um, but there's all that I don't know, and, and what's difficult then is it, how do I prepare for uncertainty um, in that to that scale? Um, and I think that's something that like that can turn into so many different thoughts that can really be weigh you down then because you have to carry them with you if you if you're not if they're recurring or you, you can't process them one way or another then yeah they become a burden that you have to carry so it, for us there's like two there's different ways of coming at it that if you sometimes it's about you're noticing the impact and then you go ah now i'm going to notice the thought the impact is happening your mood has changed you're, you're getting emotional about something and you're like where is this coming from um, and we would say if you're aware of your thoughts you might find where it's coming from it might be from there um, and then you've got you've got all your evidence in place your impact is real it's affecting you and you're looking for the evidence of that it, sometimes it's in there sometimes it's not it's out there somewhere else but and like you know it's it's not about this is not be aware so this is be aware of your thoughts notice their impact this is not change your thoughts and manage your thoughts because you can't so one of my favorite things is like if i say do not think of a purple elephant like what's the first thing that comes to your brain it's also possible to have two thoughts at once so i remember like before when i was a kid this is the most on-brand story but me and my dad used to argue because he said that men were stronger than women and i was like no sir we're about to have an argument right and yet that is not a fact you, that is that is just an idea that men are stronger than women but you could say all the evidence and the physical differences and the, 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 so the, the reality is a lot more complex but the impact of that thought if i just thought always men are stronger than women that's it and that frustrates me and i'm not, then then i'm not looking at all of the the bigger picture so sometimes it's about the thought and zooming out and you can hold conflicting thoughts at once so um you might think i can't the thought is i can't deal with the pandemic and you notice that you're saying that to yourself and then you set the intention of i'm also going to say okay that is not a fact maybe i can deal with this so you're thinking two things at once but that's a fundamental shift rather than not even knowing that you're saying i can't deal with this in the first place and i know that sounds really meta but um if if, a, if the same song was playing every day on the radio in the background as you worked the longer it went on the more you'd be like that song needs to turn off it's wrecking my head and thoughts are similar so it's about having a practice of being aware of them and then having a little bit maybe of influence on how much they affect you or not and it takes big practice and that's why we said mindfulness at the start is one tool of doing it could be journaling sometimes talking out to some people sometimes if, if you're having difficulty with a particular thought um there's lots of different ways yoga finding your way of 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 noticing the thoughts um but it, it 
the the impact I think once you learn that is like what so those right Daisy those are our five a day for for a kind of a for your well-being in turbulent times as our little um news banner says down the bottom <laughs> have you any I final mean, thoughts yourself no I was gonna say maybe they're not so turbulent for again that's something that's depends on your own circumstances maybe yeah they're full chaotic turbulence for some and maybe they're manageable turbulence for others but i think for us we wanted to just recognize that changes are happening or we're in the middle of something that's unprecedented and that's okay and um, it's real um and i suppose yeah there's still always until we until we don't have options and choices uh, anymore about how we can respond and we we do that thing about responding and reacting as well that um we would differentiate the two reaction is something that that is kind of more caveman brain whereas respond is kind of integrated brain where you're considering and you're conscious of your response um, and the more you can get your, into that space um the more then that you can make decisions that will benefit you or benefit those those around you i think so and i and i think it's being gentle with ourselves and knowing that there are many options a menu of choice of how to look after your well-being and the most important thing of all is that you create your own and then set the intention of implementing it every day to build your life force from from net for 2020 or whatever other year because you don't know when you're going to need that well to to draw off um but for one thing's for certain is that life will have challenges and you will need it. So it's a practice now of building it up so that we can handle it. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> we hope it was useful.